Hey everybody, it's Nathaniel Avila reporting from Dallas County and I'm here with Jessica Vega um, reporting from, not from, I'm not reporting from Dallas County, I'm reporting from San Antonio and Jessica Vega is also reporting from San Antonio. Um, how are you Hello. doing? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. Okay, great. Um, I'm sure you guys have noticed we just, we we're recording this a couple days after Winter Storm Yuri um went through but the storm yeah it was crazy it was crazy we were excited for it i was excited for it because i haven't seen snow in forever my kids were excited to see snow we got snow like a few years ago but it was just it was very little it was not even like half an inch of snow and it melted so fast because it was not cold enough for it to stick long enough to, to really enjoy it but they were able to make like tiny snowmans because scraped it off of everywhere they could but but this was insane mm -hmm. this isn't usually this has never happened here ever it's once in a blue moon oh yeah like um the novelty kind of worn off after a couple when this power started cutting off, cutting off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like a, a lot of northerners are kind of like, "What's going on? Why it's just snow? We deal with it all the time, right? You deal with it all the time, but your states probably have the right precautions set up to handle the snow and all that other stuff, and we don't. And it was clear that we don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna go up with them and say like, "Ha ha." You have a tornado? <laughs> what a bunch of losers. Right. Deal with it. It's just rain. But, um... It's just hot and cold water while circling around each other. Yep. I have a few friends, and I think you also, that, um, experienced good amounts of times, like, not goods, but long amount of times without power, with, without water, minimal water. And that's pretty crappy have one friend that went like three days without both and then she had busted pipes mm -hmm. and another friend that was pretty much on and off power throughout the entire thing she did have water but it's just crappy mm -hmm. it's just really crappy and you know if we didn't have all of that crap happening I'm pretty sure we would have loved it we would have enjoyed it and we would have embraced it the way we would have wanted to embrace it without all that other stuff coming with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, like, I know that I lost, I personally lost power for about 12 hours, so I was one of the lucky ones who didn't have it off for, like, days. Um, and then the cell service came, went off, and the cable went off, and, this, and the internet went off. Um, and then, what else? We were able to keep our water for forever, throughout the entire thing but then a pipe burst um outside um and then i remember i called san antonio fire and they didn't show up so you get a thumbs down from me on that so luckily i did have an uncle who is uh, a firefighter for san antonio fire he was not in that day so he came over and he stopped the, the leak, like the busted, like the water splowing out. Um, 
he turned off the water pressure water so we didn't have any water for a bit and then he came in and then he fixed the the the, the busted pipe and then we were able to turn it back on again so that's that's my whole situation with this what what happened with you with me um well my uh my stepdad had already pre-warned me he's like okay so this is what you gotta do you gotta make sure that you have the water running in the farthest bathroom away from your water heater which would be our master bedroom um you just have to have a consistent drip don't let it shut off because he said this is what he said running water won't freeze so that's why you have to have something running consistently but we had them we had all the sinks just running because i didn't want to chance anything this isn't our house we're, we're renting this property i didn't want to chance anything happening because that would have had to come out of our pocket so luckily we never lost water of course the hot water was what we were in and out of so i was like constantly like boiling water whenever we were able to we did lose power for uh like from four in the morning one day till 3 p.m the next day well 3 p.m that i mean it's four o'clock in the morning till 3 p.m that same kind of day and that was it so we were also one of the lucky ones that didn't experience like in and out power outages and no water and burst pipes like i'm glad and i'm grateful that that's all we got to experience but um Yeah, so that does kind of lend some some issues of, of the Texas um, energy system, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I had no idea that we were not connected to an outer outer grid aside from Texas. I think it's pretty crappy that we've kind of sectioned ourselves off from the rest of the United States, and I don't understand why. No, well, we. I don't understand why. We didn't. Me and you, we didn't. The energy <laughs> people we, did. We, as in Texas, mm -hmm. separated ourselves from the rest of the, the U.S. I don't like it. I don't understand it. And I really hope that this starts to change mm -hmm. something. Yeah, they, the reason I don't why they. Know that it will. The reason why they did that was because they did not want federal regulation. They didn't want mm -hmm. America to be like. You, you got to do everything by the book. And they're like, no, we don't want to do that. But why not? There's a reason for that. It's to cover your their ass, to cover your people's ass. And I don't understand what, why following regulations would be such a bad thing. Because they're like, it sounds a lot like socialism to me. Oh God, <laughs> that, that really is. That really is what people here in Texas do say. I hear that a lot. You know, you know how every time like an elderly person in your family would call every video game console a Nintendo. <laughs> it's kind of what that is. Okay. You you get what I'm saying, right? You picking up what I'm putting down? No. <laughs> what I'm saying is is that they're just saying something that they don't like is socialism because that is a thing that they are they know that they do not like, even though it has nothing to do with anything. Um, yeah, I really do, do. I just really do hope that this this does start to set some other put some put something else going on, like uh, extend our our grid outside of Texas. 
allow that to I don't know why it is the way it is but uh, a lot of people not a lot but some people have died because they were frozen froze to death oh my, carbon monoxide poisoning was another big one yeah because there were people who were trying to keep warm mm-hmm. people had their cars on which I mean, come on, cars on cars on with no ventilation inside their house to keep warm it was just a mess, a big mess. Mm-hmm. People freaking cleaning out the grocery stores. Like, I swear, I took pictures. I went to a Walmart just to get basic necessities like eggs, milk, bread. And the entire store, well, like the cold stuff, especially, and the, and the fruits and vegetables, completely cleaned out. Gone. Everything gone. Like, I don't know. I didn't understand why. It was only going to be for like a day or two. It wasn't going to be like months where we weren't able to get to the store. It was a good five days, I would say. I guess. I guess. And then I remember it started snowing again on Thursday and I was like, no! But then I remember, (laughs) um, what? No! And then, um... Abbott, who's our current governor, blamed it on the Green New Deal, even though that's not even a thing. That's implied. It's not even in, that's not even passed as a law anywhere. So I don't know what he's going on about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with free energy. I'm. I'm. I wish, I'm my, into I it. wish my house had solar panels. I really wish it did. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then of course we got our Senator Cruz who, who skipped town. <laughs> Thinking nobody would notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He skipped town and he went to Cancun and then when he got caught. People are like, people are like, if you could have, you would have too. Yeah, I could have, <laughs> but I'm not a Senator. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a politician. I'm not a political leader. I'm not a lawmaker. I'm not somebody that's supposed to be sticking it down for my people mm-hmm. when shit hits the fan. Yeah, I did I wasn't sworn in to anything. I didn't take an oath <laughs> to to serve and protect the constitution and the people that resides. Uh, so like well, yeah, I could I I would definitely have done that if I could, but I'm not again, I'm not a senator. I'm that's not my job. Um so yeah that was that was that was our week it was a very yeah very telling week so let's and today it was a crisp 70 degrees oh outside. thank goodness i would love that thank <laughs> goodness um now that i see that I, it does really show how impactful climate change is um yeah when we have like you a don't believe in here. climate change wake up yeah, I just saw like I just saw a giant effect of it like right now before my very eyes. Um, yep. Some people are gonna say like uh, it's called global warming. Okay, I'm like, so it's it's just, why is it warming if it's cold? Yeah, it's uh, it's climate change. Well, yeah, I know it's because like it it's goes the same thing basically. Yeah, it goes both ways. It goes both extremes. Um, okay, so let's talk about another. Another very big day in American history, uh, January 6th, 2021. We were still talking about the uh, uh, storming of the U.S. Capitol 
that happened a couple months ago. Not a couple months ago, like uh, like a month ago. Um, so uh, where we talked last, we were going to talk about the uh, house recessing and evacuating. So you ready to get started about this uh, about this thing? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so backtrack. The house chamber, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Ew. Get <laughs> up, you do it too. Mouth farts. No, I didn't fart, I burped. It was a mouth fart. Okay, dude. Um, <laughs> they rubbed in it. Anyway. So, um, around 2.15pm, while Gosar was speaking, Speaker Pelosi was escorted out of the chamber. The house was gaveled into recess, but would resume a few minutes later. Amid the security concerns, Representative Dean Phillips yelled, This is because of you, at his Republican colleagues. The House resumed debate around 2.25 p.m. Around 2.30, when Gosar finished speaking, the House went into recess again. The rioters had entered the House wing and were attempting to enter the Speaker's lobby just outside the House chamber. Lawmakers were still inside and being evacuated, with Pelosi, Kevin McCarthy, and a few other individuals being taken to a secure location. With violence breaking out, Capitol Security advised the members of Congress to take cover. Members of Congress inside the House chamber were told to put on gas masks as law enforcement had begun using tear gas within the building. ABC News reported that shots were fired within the Capitol. <clears throat> An armed standoff took place at the front door of the chamber of the House of Representatives as the mob attempted to break in. Federal law enforcement officers drew their guns inside and pointed them towards the chamber doors, which were barricaded with furniture. In a stairway, one officer fired a shot at a man coming toward him. Photographer Aaron Schaff said that from the Capitol Rotunda, she ran upstairs where rioters grabbed her press badge. Police found her, and as her press badge had been stolen, they held her at gunpoint before her colleagues intervened. So there's here's a video of that very same event going on. You let us know. Yeah, you'll smell it. So don't let us know when we need to put the mask on. Yeah, don't put, don't put your mask on. Okay. Yeah. The fuck? Take your pins off. Pins off. Yep, there goes that. What do you what do you think about what you just saw? It was kind of hard to tell, but I mean the whole situation is shitty. I can't even believe it got it got to the point this point. Mhm. Mm it's crazy to me. Yeah. Did you see? Did you hear the actual gunshot that I I mentioned earlier? Mhm. Didn't hear it. Okay. Could you hear the video at all? Yeah, I can hear the video. Okay. Good. Okay. So, um, chief of chief of staff for uh, Representative and Ayanna Presley claimed that when she, when the congresswoman and staff barricaded themselves in her office and attempted to call for help with duress buttons that they previously used during safety drills 
Every panic button in her office had been torn out, the whole unit. So subsequently, the, U the House Administration Committee emailed Greg Sargent of the, of the Washington Post claiming the missing buttons were likely due to a clerical screw-up resulting from Presley's swapping, uh, swapping offices. Representative Jamal Bauman, uh, or Bowman tweeted that there were no duress buttons in the office but acknowledged uh, he was only three days into his term and they were installed a week later. So multiple rioters using the cameras of their cell phones documented themselves occupying the Capitol of the offices of various representatives, storming the offices of Speaker Pelosi, accessing secure computers, and stealing a laptop. <sighs> Two pipe bombs were planted the previous night at around 8 p.m. Uh, they were found within a few blocks of the Capitol. One of the bombs was discovered next to a building containing Republican National Committee offices at around 12.45 p.m. About 30 minutes later, the second pipe bomb was found under a bush at the Democratic National Committee headquarters. The devices were of similar design, about one foot in length, with, a, with end caps and wirings apparently attached to a timer and containing an unknown powder and some kind of metal. Uh, they were safely detonated by bomb squads. So uh, later, p police later said that they were hazardous and could have caused great harm. So the FBI distributed a photo of a person who they believe planted the devices and offered a, full, a reward of up to $5,000 for information. By the end of the month, they doubled the amount of the promised reward. Sund told the Washington Post on January 10th that the suspected that he suspected the pipe bombs were intentionally placed to draw the police away from the Capitol. Representative Tim Ryan echoed the sentiment in a virtual news conference on January 11th, who said, we do believe there was some level of coordination because of the pipe bombs. That immediately drew attention away from the breach that was happening. So what do you think about that whole thing? Mm -hmm. Makes Yeah, they make sense. It's crazy um, how... It's, it was a bomb for each side. Mm -hmm. Republican and Democrat. You would have think, you would have thought, I, I would have thought it would have only been the Democratic side, a bomb. But there was one on each side. But it makes sense that it would have been a deflector to get mm -hmm. the attention away from where they really wanted to go. Well, these guys were mad at the Republican Party as well because they felt like they weren't doing enough to back the president. So... Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. So, the mob that stormed the Capitol consisted of some of Trump's longtime and most fervent supporters coming from across the United States. So, the mob included Republican Party officials and political donors, far-right militants and white supremacists, and conservative evangelical Christians. Uh, excuse me. Some individuals have, have, have came heavily armed. Included in the group were some convicted criminals, including a man who had been released from a Florida prison after serving a sentence for attempted murder. Supporters of the Boogaloo movement, the Traditionalist Worker Party, the Three Percenters, the Fat Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, QAnon, the uh, Graper Army, the National Art and National Anarchism, as well as Neo-Confederate and Holocaust deniers, among others, were present during the riot, with some wearing emblematic gear 
<laughs> neo-Nazis and uh, Volkish-inspired neo-pagan apparel was also worn by some participants during the riots, including a t-shirt emblazed with the references to the Auschwitz-Birkenau concentration camp and its motto, Work Makes You Free. So, wow, this is a very big cast of characters here. It's like the scummiest, most terrible groups of people that you could imagine. All command, like, 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 massed into one space. Yeah, um, I heard one country, um, named the Prague Boys a domestic terrorist group. Was it our country or it was us? Country? It was us. It I was think. us. I I believe it. I mean, I I feel like they are. I feel like this whole event was domestic terrorism. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was. There was no doubt about that. So, uh, Christian imagery, including a large Jesus Saves banner, had been had was seen in the crowd of demonstrators before demonstrators entered the building. Activists Jake and Gelly called out for them to pause and join them in prayer, saying, "Thank you for allowing the United States to be reborn." We love you and we thank you. In Christ's holy name, we pray. During the prayer, many of those presents removed their hats and shouted amen when he finished. I don't think Jesus would approve. I don't want to speak for him, but I don't think he would. I don't think so either. <laughs> After the storming of the Capitol, two white nationalists known for racist and semi anti-Semitic rhetoric streamed to their online followers in a video posted on social media showing a man harassing an Israeli journalist seeking to conduct a live report outside the building. Some participants wore shirts bearing the abbreviation 6MWE, standing for 6 million wasn't enough. Jeez. A reference to the number of Jewish people who were killed in the Holocaust. Wow. What do you think about that, Jessica? That's... Ugh. That is... How can you be so monstrous as to wear that? Mm-hmm. So, uh, according to the FBI, the majority of individual participants in the riot who appeared in, the, in its terrorist watch list were suspected white supremacists. Following the event, members of the Nationalist Social Club, a neo-Nazi street gang detailed their participation in the storming and claimed the acts were the beginning of the start of the right white revolution of the United in the United States. So an academic analysis reported in the Atlantic found that 193 people so far arrested for invading the Capitol, 89% had no clear public connection to established far right militias known as white nationalist gangs or any other known militant organizations. The overwhelming reason for actions cited again and again in court documents was that arrestees were following Trump's orders to keep Congress from certifying certifying Joe Biden as the presidential election winner. They were older than participants in previous far-right violent demonstrations and more likely to be employed, with 40% being business owners. The researchers concluded that these middle-aged, middle-class insurrectionists represented a new force in American politics, not merely a mix of white-ring organizations, but a broader mass political movement that has violence at its core and draws strength even from places where Trump supporters are in a minority. 
So the Associated Press reviewed public and online records of more than 120 participants after the storming and found that many of them shared conspiracy theories about the 2020 presidential election on social media and also believed other QAnon and deep state conspiracy theories. Additionally, several had threatened Democratic and Republican politicians before the storming. The event was described as extremely online with uh, pro-Trump internet personalities and fans streaming live footage while taking selfies. Some military personnel participated in the riot. The Defense Department is investigating members on active and reserve duty who may have been involved in the riot. An analysis by the public radio, National Public Radio showed that nearly 20% of defendants charged in relation to the attack served in the military. In the general population, 70% of all American adults are veterans. Police officers and police chief and a police chief from departments in multiple states were under investigation for their alleged involvement in the riot. As of January 25th, at least 39 law enforcement officers are suspected of participating in Trump's pre-riot rally or joining the Capitol riots or both. Two Capitol Police officers were suspended, one for directing rioters inside the building while wearing a Make America Great Again hat, and the other for taking a selfie with a rioter. Okay, so what do you think about this? Even law enforcement personalities were involved. Mm-hmm. I think it's... I don't know. I'd like to think it's... it's, it's crazy but it's it's actually not like there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are a part of trump's cult <laughs> and they're in law enforcement they're everywhere mm. so it's not really surprising to me i guess you could say well, yeah that's exactly what i'm saying it's not really a surprise to me it really isn't and it's sad yeah definitely Especially when, like, like when you're sworn to uphold the law and now you're breaking it. Mm-hmm. That's, no, that's no good. Your whole career. Because mm. why? Because boneheads. Mm-hmm. So, court charges filed by federal prosecutors against members of the Oath Keepers militia who stormed the Capitol indicated that the militiamen were updated via Facebook messages on the location of lawmakers as they were evac- evacuated. In relay communications such as, we have about <laughs> we have about 30 to 40 of us, we are sticking together and sticking to the plan, and all members are in the tunnels under the Capitol. Seal them in. Turn on gas. So anti-vaccine activists and conspiracy theorists were also present at the rally. Most notably, members of the right-wing Tea Party Patriots-backed group America's Frontline Doctors, including founders Simone Gold and communications director John Strand, were arrested in connection to the assault of the Capitol. So a poll released by in, in February 2021 by the American Enterprise Institute found that 30% of Americans, including 50% of Republicans and 20% of Democrats believe that Antifa was mostly responsible for the violence that happened in the riots at the U.S. Capitol. However, the FBI, among others, claimed that reports that Antifa staged the incident as a false flag operation to implicate Trump supporters are false. 
and very dumb. Ooh, what do you think about that? I agree. Very dumb. Now, what do you think about like the the notion of of that? Oh, it wasn't it wasn't Trump supporters. It was Antifa. Stupid. <laughs> no, no, it's it was Antifa when everybody there was basically wearing like a MAGA shirt and had to make America great again with Trump's name. Like, come on. They were in disguise, Jessica. No. Bullshit. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of work for <laughs> something so dumb. Yeah, so uh, at least 18 Republican current and former state legislators were present at the event, including West Virginia State Senator Mike Azinger, Nevada State Assemblywoman Annie Black, Virginia State Senator Amanda Chase, Maryland Delegate Daniel L. Cox, Alaska State Representative David Eastman, West Virginia Delegate Derek Evans, Colorado State Representative-elect Ron Hanks, uh, Missouri State Representative Justin Hill, Arizona State Representative uh, Mark Fincham, uh, Virginia State Delegate uh, Dave LaRock, Michigan State Representative Matt Maddock, Repres Pennsylvania State Senator Doug Mastriano, Illinois State Representative Chris Miller, Rhode Island State Representative Justin K. Price, and Tennessee Representative Terry Lynn Weaver, as well as outgoing Georgia State Representative Vernon Jones, who was a former Democrat who announced at the rally that he had joined the Republican Party. Outgoing Arizona State Representative Anthony Kern and former Pennsylvania State Representative Rock Saccone, Weaver claimed to have been in the thick of it, and Evans failed himself entering the Capitol alongside rioters, all denied participating in acts of violence. Evans was charged by federal authorities on, February, on January 8th with entering a restricted area. He resigned from the House of Delegates the next day. Amanda Chase was cen censured by the Virginia State Senate for her actions surrounding the event. In response, she filed a federal lawsuit against that body. Yeah, good luck with that. Mm -hmm. Trump was in the way. <laughs> Let's see what, what Trump was doing. You want to hear what Trump was doing while this was all yeah. along? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Who? Oh, I'll tell you. So Trump was <laughs> in the West Wing of the White House at the time. A close advisor to Trump said he was that the president was not taking any phone calls. When Trump watches television, the advisor explained he will pause a recorded program to take a phone call. But if it's live TV, he watches it and he was just watching it all unfold. You know, you can like pause live TV too, right? You can do that. If you have cable, you can. Yeah, if you have cable. I'm pretty sure the White House has cable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think other like cord cutting alternatives you can do that too I think you can do that with Sling and I think you can do that with YouTube TV I think you can do it I think you can do that I don't know I haven't so, tried huh? I don't know about everything else but I think you can do that with YouTube mm -hmm. I haven't really tried I, I never really needed to so okay so Trump who had spent previous weeks promoting the Save America rally was initially pleased when his supporters breached the Capitol he refused to intercede, but also expressed disgust on aesthetic grounds over the low-class appearance of the supporters involved in the rioting. Mm. Mm. What do you think about that? I don't know. <laughs> like, he's only upset because they look like they were poor. That's the only yeah. reason why he looks... The low-class appearance? Yeah. <laughs> 
expect them to, to show up in suits and ties. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, it's going to happen. Yeah, so Senator Ben Sass. Uh, is, is it Ben Sass or it's Ben Sasse? I don't know. Said that Senator, that the set senior White House officials told him that Trump was delighted to hear that the rioters were entering the Capitol. Staffers wow. reported that Trump had been impossible to talk to throughout the day and that his inability to deal with his election loss had, according to one staffer, made Trump out of his mind. Concerned that Trump may have admitted treason, had committed treason through his actions, White House Counsel Pat Capellione reportedly advised uh, administration officials to avoid contact with Trump and ignore any illegal orders that could further incite the attack to limit their per persecutorial liability under the Sedition Act of 1918. So his the White House lawyer was basically saying, "Do not interact with them because you might be implicated." So Pence was evacuated by the Secret Service from the Senate chamber at around 2.30 p.m. At 2.46 p.m., as the rioting continued and after the senators had been evacuated from the Senate floor, Trump phoned Senator Mike Lee, intending to speak to Tommy Tuberville, asking him to make more objections to the counting of the electoral votes to try to overturn the election. That was the only thing on his mind. Was that that phone call? What phone call? The phone call. Um, you said you listened to it. No, that was the that was one towards uh this Georgia Secretary of State. Oh okay okay. Yeah. So. Uh. At two forty seven p.m., as his supporters violently clashed with police at the Capitol, Trump tweeted, "Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful." The Washington Post later reported that Trump did not want to include the words stay peaceful. Mm -mm -mm. By 3.10 p.m., pressure was building on Trump to condemn supporters engaged in the riots. Trump's former communications director, Alyssa Farah, called upon him to condemn this now and wrote, you are the only one they will listen to. Which is true. By 3.25 p.m., Trump tweeted, I am asking for everyone in the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. But he refused to call upon the police to disperse, the crowd to disperse. By 3.40 p.m., a member of congressional Republicans called upon Trump to be more specific to more specifically condemn violence and tell his supporters to end the occupation of the Capitol. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said that he had phoned Trump to ask him to calm individuals down, but that Trump had defended the rioters saying, well, Kevin, I guess these people are more upset about the election than you are. Wow. <laughs> Provoking McCarthy to yell, who the fudge do you think you're talking to? Oh. Yeah, and then the next the next day they were like, "Oh, we're cool." So, what do you think about that? <laughs> about Trump telling McCarthy that? I I don't know. I feel like Trump was was at the end of his rope. He already exhausted all his court stuff. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it was gonna happen. It was gonna. Was 
college was going to say Joe Biden. Yeah. No matter what. So I I feel like he was already at his like <clears throat> go all in or nothing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. It's weird. Like it felt like he didn't care anymore. He didn't care. He just wanted to win at whatever cost it was. Mm-hmm. He wasn't thinking straight. I just that's the way it seems to me. Yeah, I think I think you're right about that. Um, because that one uh, White House official said that the the loss basically made him insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his wife said no. He's not his wife. His ex-wife, the first one, said that he does not handle losing very well Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah, because he's so insecure. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, I guess. He only plays Monopoly for sore losers. That version of Monopoly. (laughs) So Senator Marco Rubio issued a tweet telling Trump that it's critical you help restore order by sending resources to assist the police and ask those doing this to stand down. Representative Mike Gallagher, in a video message, told Trump to call it off. In contrast, Trump, who called upon his supporters to remain peaceful, Pence called for the occupation of the Capitol to end immediately. Lindsey Graham later told the Washington Post that it took Trump a while to appreciate the gravity of the situation. He saw these people as allies in his journey and sympathetic to the idea that the election was stolen. By 3.50 p.m., the White House press secretary, Kayleigh McEnany, said that the National Guard and other federal protective services had been deployed. At 4.06 p.m. on national television, President-elect Biden called for President Trump to end the riot. At 4.22 p.m., Trump issued a video message on social media that was later taken down by Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. In it, he praised his supporters and repeated his claims of electoral fraud, saying, This was a fraudulent election. We can't play into the hands of these people. We We have to have peace. So, go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You've seen the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel, but go home and go home in peace. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that whole thing? I think it, it was forced. Like he didn't want to. He didn't want to say that. Mm. He didn't want to say any of it. He had yeah. to. Well, let's take a look at that video right now. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. 
Okay. What were we saying? That just sounds like... It kind of just, like, it makes them more mad. What do you mean? Like, like, okay, we... He doesn't want to say we lost. <laughs> he didn't say it at all. Mm-hmm. He's just like, it was stolen. It was stolen from us. It was stolen from us. We know it was stolen from us. And he has to say, go home. Go home in peace. But he doesn't want to say that. It... Ugh. Mm. People that are already there, that just makes them even more mad. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't think it really did what it was supposed no. to do, if, if it was supposed to do anything? I don't think that... He even wanted to say any of that stuff. Oh, yeah. So at 6.25 p.m., Trump tweeted, These are the things and events that happened when a scared landslide, sacred landslide election victory is so ceremoniously and viciously stripped away from great patriots who had been blindly and unfairly treated for so long. Then issued a call. Go home with love and peace. Remember this day forever. And I'm pretty confident that history will indeed remember this day forever. Mm-hmm. At 7 p.m., Rudy Giuliani placed a second call to Lee's number and left a voicemail intended for Tuberville, urging him to go make more objections to electoral vote as part of a bid to try to just slow it down. Why is everyone calling Mike Lee to get to Tuberville? What, you don't have Tuberville's number? <laughs> <laughs> idea you think tuberville was like hey can they're like hey can we have your number tuberville and he's like yeah sure uh sure. here's my number oh, it's mike lee's number actually <laughs> he actually gives mike lee's number um so so giuliani said i know they're reconvening at eight tonight but it the only strategy we can follow is the object to numerous states and raise issues so that we can get ourselves into tomorrow ideally until the end of tomorrow well, I don't know what there he was planning to do if it went that long. So during the riot riots, Representative Lowen Bobert posted on Twitter some information about the police response and the location of members, including the fact that Speaker Pelosi had been taken out of the chamber, but which she had based calls to resign for endangering members. Bobert responded that she was not sharing private information since Pelosi's removal was also being broadcast on TV. Mm-mm. That's no bueno. Representative Ayanna Presley left the congressional safe room for fear that of other members there who incited the mob in the first place. While sheltering for hours in the safe room, a cramped windowless room where people sat within arm's length of each other, some Republican Congress members refused to wear face masks even when their Democratic colleagues begged them to. During the following week, three Democratic members tested positive for the coronavirus. An environmental health expert described the situation as a super spreader event. Come on, guys. Sure. <laughs> Come on, guys. You can't. Idiots. You, you, you can't just do it this one time. It's my right to not wear a mask. Oh my God. I can't stand that. I can't stand when people say that. It's not about you. <laughs> like we're literally in the safe room during like a giant riot. You won't let. You won't do that even not now. Throw them out there. <laughs> okay. You throw him out Push there? Him is that out. what you said? Push him out. Yeah. Okay. So, um... Okay. So, Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sun joined a conference call with D.C. government and Pentagon officials at 2.26 p.m., where he made an urgent 
urgent immediate request for National Guard assistance telling them he needed boots on the ground. However, Lieutenant General Walter E. Piet, uh, director of the Army staff, said he could not recommend that Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy approve the request, telling Sund and others, I don't like the visual of the United of the National Guard standing a police standing a police line with the Capitol in the background. Come on, dude. I think we're way past appearances. <laughs> Piat later told the Washington Post that he did not make the statement or any comments similar to that uh, to what was attributed to uh, me by staff by Chief Sunday. That's him talking. Je uh, Lieutenant General Je Charles A. Flynn, brother of retired uh, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, who was also the who was also on the phone call. The Army initially denied Charles Flynn's participation, but confirmed it on January 20th when Flynn himself told the Washington Post that he entered the room after the call began and departed prior to the call ending. Whew. So in Mar uh, about 2.31 p.m., January 6th, D.C., D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser uh, ordered the uh, 6 p.m. curfew to go into effect that night. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam who also issued a curfew for nearby Alexandria and Arlington County in Northern Virginia. Armed DHS agents <coughs> were on standby near the Capitol in case of unrest, but were not deployed until after the violence had subsided. Pentagon's official reportedly, reportedly restricted DC Guard troops from being deployed except as a measure of last resort and from receiving ammunition and riot gear. Troops were also instructed to engage with protesters only in situations of warranting self-defense and could not share equipment with local police or use surveillance equipment without prior approval from Acting Defense Secretary Christopher C. Miller. McCarthy and Miller decided to deploy the entire 1,100 strong force of D.C. National Guard to quell violence. At around 3.40 p.m., Miller spoke with Pence, Pelosi, McConnell, and Schumer and directed the National Guard, and other additional support to respond to the riot. Early reports indicated that the, an order, that the order to deploy the National Guard was initially resisted by Trump but approved by Pence. Miller had dis, uh, disrupt, uh, disputed this stating by tr that Trump had already had given authorization to use the National Guard prior to January 6th. Around 3.30 p.m., Northam said that he was looking with Bowser and Congress leaders to respond to what was sending members to the Virginia National Guard and 200 Virginia State Troopers to support D.C. law enforcement at the mayor's request. And then she was like, where is that Mario? Get it? Because her name's Bowser. Mm -hmm. <laughs> at uh, 3.45 p.m., Stenger told Sun that he could ask Mitch McConnell for help expediting the National Guard authoriz authorization. All right. So let's take a look at what uh, like this video of armed guards walking through the halls of Congress. Sounds something. I mean, it's scary seeing that, but hey, man. At in your workplace, yeah. yeah. I would be freaked out too. So it took over. Do you remember? Yep. Sorry, hmm? do you remember? Um, 
think it was that time when BLM was kind of really, really high, mm. and there was riots happening like everywhere. Mm. We had riots happening downtown here in San Antonio, mm-hmm. and um, there's a local skate shop that was downtown, and they were asking for help to come help, like board up the shop and kind of like stand guard, help the shop, help protect the shop. So of course, my boyfriend was like, "He's a skater, so he's like, I have to go. I have to go. Like, You're so dumb. It's my duty." You're so dumb. Like, hello, think about the family. But, you know, whatever. Um, when I took him, there was these guys standing in the alleyway with these assault rifles and bulletproof vests. And it's just crazy to me just to see people like that, just nonchalantly, like, walking around like that. Some people it's do, okay. Yeah, some people do that, like, to say, like, uh, this is my second amendment right <laughs> what are yeah. you gonna do about but, it I mean, well, they were doing that to make sure that the people didn't damage you know yeah. the buildings mm-hmm. it's still like scary to see oh yeah so um, it took over three hours for the police to retake control of the capital using riot gear shields and batons and up to eight hours to fully clear the capital and its grounds Capitol Police were assisted by local D.C. Metropolitan Police Department, which sent 850 officers, over a quarter of the total force, to the Capitol during the event, along with an additional 250 officers to the Capitol grounds. Smoke grenades were deployed on the Senate side of the Capitol by Capitol Police working to clear rioters from the building. Black officers employed with the Capitol (coughs) Police reported being subjugated to racial epithets. Uh, by some of the rioters. Capitol Police Stephen Sund said his officers' slow response to the rioting was due to their being preoccupied by the improvised explosive devices found near the Capitol. FBI and Department of Homeland Security agents wearing riot gear entered the Dirksen Senate office building at around 4.30 p.m. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy announced at 4.57 p.m., that elements of the New Jersey State Police were being deployed to the District of Columbia at the request of D.C. officials, and that the New New Jersey National Guard was prepared for the deployment if necessary. Shortly before 5 p.m., congressional leaders were reportedly being evacuated from the Capitol complex to Fort McNair, a nearby Army base. At around 5.20 p.m., Maryland Governor Larry Hogan announced that he would send the Maryland State Police and Maryland National Guard uh, after speaking to the Secretary of the Army. Hogan's request for, of the Defense Department to authorize National Guard troops to be deployed at the Capitol were initially were denied in multiple instances. At around 5.40 p.m., the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms announced that the Capitol had been secured. So as police continue to try to push rioters away from the Capitol, protest continues with some moving out of the Capitol area. Some verbal and physical attacks on reporters were reported with attackers denigrating media outlets as providing fake news. One rioter told a CNN crew that as they were being harassed by others, there are more of us than you. We could absolutely pooping destroy you, Jessica. A video on social media recorded a man harassing an Israeli journalist covering 
the events live. By 6.08 p.m., police had arrested at least 13 people and seized five firearms. Although Bowser had ordered a 6 p.m. curfew, it went largely ignored by the pro-Trump rioters, hundreds of whom remained on the Capitol Hill area two hours after the curfew went into effect. New York, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo pledged to deploy a thousand members of the New York National Guard to D.C. in addition to the resources continued by other states. On the night of January 6th, Bowser issued the an order extending the public emergency to Washington D.C. for 15 days, writing in the order that he that she be expected some people would continue their violent protests through the inauguration. The following day, Secretary of the, Secretary of the Army Ryan D. McCarthy announced that a fence will be built around the Capitol and remain in place for at least 30 days. Construction of the fence began that same day. McCarthy also said New Jersey National Guard troops had been mobilized, as would troops from the Delaware, New York, Pennsylvania National Guards. By the end of the day, Police had arrested 61 people for unrest-related offenses, with about half of these arrests occurring on the Capitol grounds. A vehicle containing a semi-automatic rifle, a cooler full of 11 Molotov cocktails, was also found nearby. A dri the driver was subsequently arrested. He, had also, he also had three handguns in his possessions at the time of his arrest. D.C. Metro Police incurred significant costs, Preliminary estimated estimated to be $8.8 million responding to the attack on the Capitol and securing downtown D.C. of the week after. So there it is. The, the riots, that's the end of the riots. The riots, they've been kicked out. Nutbags, dude. Mm-hmm. And so they, they arrested 61 people on site. And there were like hundreds of maybe thousands of people there. So Congress reconvened at the evening of January 6th after the Capitol was cleared of trespassers. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell reopened the Senate session at around 8 p.m., saying that the Senate refused to be intimidated that and that it could count the electors. It would count the electors and declare the president tonight. After two hours of debate on the objection of, to the Arizona electors, he called the vote the most consequential in his 30-plus years of congressional service. At 9.58 p.m., Senate, the Senate rejected the, uh, rejected the objection 93-6, to 6, with only six Republicans voting in favor. Ted Cruz, boo, boo. Am I right, Jessica? Josh Howley, Cindy Hyde-Smith, John Neely Kennedy, Roger Marshall, and Tommy Tuberville. How can you go through that and still vote, vote to overturn, or vote to reject? So a lot of, a lot of people don't. I don't know why, but they don't see anything wrong with it. Hmm. They don't see anything wrong with what they did, with what happened. Why, what, why, what's, what, how can you not see what's wrong with it? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. For, 
I know some people say, like, the entire four years that Trump was in office, the Democrats did nothing but talk crap and try their best to get him out of office. And this was a bunch of people that were Republicans, super, 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 super right-wing people, doing kind of the same thing, but more, like a lot more than the Democrats did the entire four years. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so at 11.08 p.m., the House representatives rejected a similar motion to dispute the Arizona vote by a margin of 303 to 121. All of the yeas came from Republicans, while the nays were from 83 Republicans and 220 Democrats. A planned objection to the Georgia slate of electors was rejected after co-signing Senator Kelly Loeffler withdrew her support in light of the day's events. Another objection was raised by Howley and Representative Scott Perry to the Pennsylvania state of electors, triggering another two-hour split in the joint session to debate the objection. At 12.30 a.m. on January 7th, the Senate rejected its objection by 92 to 7 vote, with the same people voting the same way as before, with the exceptions of Senators Cynthia Loomis and Rick Scott voting in favor and John N. Kennedy voting against. At 3.08 a.m., the House representatives similarly rejected a motion to sustain the objection by a margin of 282 to 138. Again, all the votes in favor of the Republican were Republican, while this time only 64 Republicans voted against and 218 Republican Democrats voted against. <laughs> Representative Peter Major, Major said that several of his Republican colleagues in the House would have voted to certify the votes but did not out of fear for the safety of their families. And that at least one specifically voted to overturn Biden's victory against their conscience because they were shaken by the mob attack that day. At 3.41 a.m., Congress confirmed the outcome of the Electoral College vote, Biden's 306 votes to Trump's 232, with Pence declaring that Biden and Harris would take office on January 20th. So what do you think about that? That whole thing that these some of these senators were voting to over to reject the electoral votes against their conscience because they felt like they had to because of the riot. I don't know. I mean, this whole thing is um, it was a freaking mess. So you're saying that they voted against it because because of the riots? Yeah, they were they they voted against to reject because they were afraid the rioters were going to come back and and punch them in the face and kill their families. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, like I just feel like some of them also didn't want to have the wrath of Trump. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I've always said this. I always feel like people like Trump, people with money, have ways to get dirt on people. And if somebody has dirt and he want, really wants to be that guy because he can be that guy, like, it's it's scary. It's a scary thing. You always have that in the back of your head, like, oh, my God, that one time? Or 
do they know about that? You know what I mean? Do they know about so, that one time I didn't tip that waitress? <laughs> so you you do things based on just wanting to protect your own. Mm-hmm. Not the way it should be. Right. So five people died, Jessica. Five people died. Or were that. yeah, or were fatally injured during the event. One was Capitol Police officer, and four were among those who stormed or protested at the Capitol. At least 138 police officers were injured, including at least 15 who were hospitalized, some with severe injuries. <clears throat> all who had, all had been released from the hospital by January 11th. Additionally. Rioters injured more than 58 D.C. Metro Police officers during the attack, including one who remained hospitalized five days after the attack. Some rioters beat officers with pipes, and some officers sustained head injuries from being struck with lead pipes. Rioters injured other police officers by using chemical irritants and stun guns, hitting them with fists, sticks, poles, and clubs trampling and stampeding them, pushing them down the stairs or against statues, or shining laser pointers in their eyes. One DC Metro officer was hit six times with a stun gun and suffered an apparent heart attack, as well as losing the tip of one of his fingers. According to the chairman of the Capitol Police Officers Union, multiple officers sustained traumatic brain injuries. One officer suffered two cracked ribs and two smashed spinal discs, and another officer would lose an eye. Another would be impaled with a metal fence stake, and another officer would lose three fingers. One officer was crushed between a door and a riot shield while defending the west side of the Capitol with other officers against a mob of violent rioters. He later suffered a concussion. One of the most intense of the many violent incidents occurred shortly after 2 p.m. As a swarm of rioters attempted to breach a door in the west front of the Capitol, their rioters dragged three D.C. Metro Police officers out of formation and down a town a set of stairs, trapped them in a crowd, and assaulted them with improvised weapons, including hockey sticks, crutches, flagpoles, sticks, and stolen police shields. As the mob chanted, police stand down and USA. At least one of the officers was also stomped upon. During the riot, Ashley Elizabeth Babbitt, a 35-year-old from San Diego, was fatally shot by Capitol Police as she attempted to climb through a shattered window in a barricaded door, leading to the Speaker's lobby, <coughs> Although, which, through which House members were escaping. The incident was recorded on several cameras. Babbitt was unarmed when she was shot and killed. However, officers were aware that many rioters and intruders were carrying concealed weapons. The D.C. Metropolitan Department launched an investigation into the death, and the officer who shot her was placed on administrative leave pending the investigation. Babbitt was a follower of QAnon and had tweeted the previous day, The Storm is Here, a reference to a QAnon conspiracy theory. Since the event, Babbitt had been described as a martyr by some far-right extremists who view her as a freedom fighter. Other QAnon supporters, including lawyer L. Lynn Wood, had claimed that Babbitt is still alive and that her apparent death was a false flag operation. Come on, dude. 
So what do you think about all that? All that? All those? All those injuries? All those people losing body parts and that one person who was shot and killed? That's that's insane. Like this should have never happened. And the fact that it ended people's lives ended. Ugh. It's ugly. Yeah. So three others. It also yep. kind of seems like. I don't know. I guess they kind of went in knowing that that kind of might happen. That they were all about it. I don't know. I don't know what they were going, what was in their heads. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Three others also died, Jessica. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Three others also died. Roseanne Boylan, 34, of Kenesha, Georgia. Kevin Greeson, 55, of Athens, Alabama. Benjamin Phillips, 50, of Bloomberg, Pennsylvania. Boylan was trampled to death by people rushing to breach the tunnel entrance on the west side of the capital. She was a radicalized follower of QAnon whose family had begged her not to attend. Greece had had a heart attack outdoors on the capital grounds and was declared dead at 2.05 p.m. Shortly after the breach of the capital, his family said that he was not there to participate in violence or rioting, nor did he condone such actions. Phillips died of a stroke at the hospital after splitting from his group at 10.30 that mo- in the morning. The Philadelphia Inquirer reported that there was no indication that Phillips participated in the raid. A family member of Boylan said that the president's words incited a riot that killed four of his biggest fans last night. So police officer Brian Sicknick, 42, a 13-year veteran of the force, having been exposed to pepper spray during the riot, suffered a a thromboembolic stroke the following day and was placed on life support, but soon died. Sicknick was laid in honor in the Capitol Rotunda before being entered interred at the Arlington National Cemetery. His death was being investigated by the Metropolitan Police Department's homicide branch, the USCP, and federal authorities. Morale upon the police, Capitol Police plummeted after the riots. The department responded to several... <clears throat> to several, uh, I've lost my spot. To several incidents where its officers threatened to harm themselves. One officer turned her turned in her weapon because she feared what she would do with it. Two pol- police officers who responded to the attack died by suicide in the following days. One Capitol Police officer three days after the attack and a D.C. Metro Police officer who had been injured in the attack afterward. Some members of Congress and press reports have included these deaths in a, cost, in a casualty count of a total of seven deaths. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Do you think like now these now we're seeing like the long term effects get into play, the mental side of things? So. Rioters stormed the offices of Lancey Pelosi, flipping tables and flipping photo, ripping photos from walls. The police, the office of Senate parliamentarian, uh, was ransacked. Art was looted and feces was tracked into several hallways. Windows were smashed throughout the building, leaving the floor littered with glass and debris. Some items of furniture were damaged, turned over, or stolen. One door had. Murder the media scrawled onto it. 
Riders damaged pre Associated Press recording and broadcasting equipment outside the Capitol after chasing away reporters. Riders also deployed a display honoring the life of Congressman and civil rights leader John Lewis. <coughs> a photo representative of Andy Kim cleaning up the litter in the rotunda after midnight went viral. Multiple sources noted that a federal prison industries as a mandatory source for government agencies would receive priority when the government begins purchasing goods. FPI manufacturers such as office furniture to replace what was damaged in the riots. The rioters caused extensive physical damage to the office of the architect of the Capitol, which maintains the Capitol and preserves its art and architecture, released in an an initial damage assessment on January 9th, the AOC reported uh, interior damage from the riot, specifically broken glass and broken doors and graffiti, and other reported that some statues, paintings, and historic benches displayed the residue of various pepper sprays, tear gas, and fire extinguishers deployed by both rioters and law enforcement personnel. Items including portraits of John Quincy Adams and James Madison, as well as marble statue of Thomas Jefferson, were covered in corrosive gas or agent residue. These were sent to the Smithsonian for assessment and restoration. A 19th century marble bust of President Zachary Taylor was defaced with what seemed to be blood, but the most important works in the Capitol collection, such as the John Trumbull paintings, were unharmed. In the Capitol's exterior, two 19th century bronze light fixtures designed by Frederick Law Olmsted were damaged. Because the capital is not insured against loss, taxpayers will pay for the damage inflicted by the siege. Mm. ABC News reported that the FBI and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms had recovered several improvised explosive devices intended to cause serious harm, and were looking at and were looking at those in the mob that were trained, perhaps in the military, before intent and when more intent on causing serious harm, including harming Vice President Pence, uh, <clears throat> ABC analysis and retired CIA officer Mick Mulroy said the FBI would most likely would likely be conducting a full counterintelligence sweep on all those who participated in the assault to determine possible foreign intelligence ties, as they may have taken sensitive information from the Capitol offices. The, office, the presence of mil several military veterans who took part in the assault was created growing concern among former military members. <sighs> and that's where we'll leave it today. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> There's still quite a bit more. Yeah, this is probably going to be a three-parter. All right. That was a lot of damage, and I, I, I think it's shitty that taxpayers are going to have to pay for the damage that these people caused when the people that they arrested should be fined and made to pay for it. Yeah, you know, they that's should a good pay idea. for it. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. That's um, what makes sense, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, and they arrested 61 people on site, and I think they're going to continue to arrest more people as the, as the days keep on rolling in. Um, do you think they should have arrested a lot more people than just 61? Oh, yeah, they should have. Then they need to tally up how much the damages are and evenly divide it between these dumbasses. 
Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Um, then having just us pay for it. We didn't make this mess. They did. Yeah. So, like, another thing is, what do you think about that whole thing about Bobert live-tweeting Pelosi's location? Um, that was on purpose. That's, I think he did that shit on purpose. You think she wanted to seriously harm her? Or somebody else to do it? Yeah. I know that she is pretty, like, cuckoo. Cuckoo and the hookoo. All these people are cuckoo and the hookoo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but they're not, like, congressmen. Congress people. <laughs> like that one lady, Green? Is she Green, still there? I think she's just not doing anything. She's getting paid to not do nothing? Yeah. She... That's, what have. That's what it is? Yeah. She, she was removed from committee... But I don't I think job. she was expelled from Congress. <laughs> oh, that job. That sounds like a great job. You right? got You got to be a, a wackadoodle though, and be universally <laughs> hated. Kick back on the taxpayers' dime. Mm-hmm. Basically, because she wouldn't shut the f up. <laughs> yeah, and now she's like, I don't like socialism, so that's why I'm sp I'm living on your dime. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Do you see the irony of that? Yeah. I'm pretty tired. Yeah. So yeah, that was the uh, the events of the of, of January sixth and the uh, storming of the U.S. Capitol. Uh, in a, uh, the next episode, we will discuss the aftermath of the entire situation of what happened. Um, we're going to go into uh, what uh, terminology that w was used. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to go talk about the uh, domestic reactions. We're going to talk about the international reactions. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the investigations and the impeachment that happened. Uh, hopefully, we'll, hopefully we'll get into all of that in the next episode in a fortnight. So... Yep, that, that's that. That means in two weeks, folks. That means in two <laughs> weeks. Now, it's not a popular game. Like, what is it for now? You start talking, talk, do dancing? Um, yeah, Kaden, okay, doesn't play it anymore. He's too, he's too good for Fortnite. Now. Oh, he's too good for Fortnite? What's he doing now? Apex Legends? I don't know what this game is. Him and, him and Anthony play it all the time. Mm. Warzone. Yeah, Warzone. Oh, snap. That's the new one? That's the next one? Oh, they've been playing it. Whatever. <laughs> okay. You just don't understand. I don't get it. I've yeah. tried playing those games. I stay stuck in a corner looking at the sky. No, oh, jeez. I'm trying to watch... I'm trying to... <laughs> Turning in circles. Yeah. I'm almost done with Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, okay. What? I don't know what that is. Oh, it, Obviously, it was, it's a game. It's a video but... game. It was a highly anticipated video game that was rushed to release... After pushing it back like five times, and they finally rushed it to release, and then they finally just started. Then it just ended up being a glitchy product. Um, yeah, that's it. I I enjoy it despite the glitches, but that's that. So I've been Nathaniel Avila, and I've been Jessica Baker, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to A Vision Podcast, home of Wacky Talkies, The Kingdom, Evil Exists, and many more.